Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives in the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutsker. So because it is a holiday week in the U.S. and I am still on vacation but wanted to make sure I brought you new content, we are doing a deep dive into Bravo Blinds. So I am joined by Danielle from the Instagram account Brands by Bravo to kind of dive deep into the history of blind item culture, what this means for the Bravo universe, how Bravo blind items have become so popular and almost taken on a life of their own, ones that we believe ended up to be true and ones that are seemingly false, our favorite blinds, and of course, what brought us to this topic, which is the blind item on Diana Jenkins and rumors surrounding the book Room 23. So we dive deep into everything, and I hope you guys really enjoy this podcast. If you like hearing podcasts that are, you know, deep dives such as this one, please uh, let me know because we can make more of these. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, you know, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. And if you have any constructive criticism, my DMs are open. You can reach me at Mandy Slutsker on Instagram and Twitter. I really hope you guys like this week's episode. Danielle uh, from Brands by Bravo is such a fantastic person, content creator, um, researcher. She's really incredible at doing deep dives on her own. So you should all check out her Instagram page and some of the deep dives that she has posted there. Without further ado, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'll be back with Danielle to jump into some Bravo blinds. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Danielle, also known as Brands by Bravo, to do a deep dive into Bravo blinds. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Not too bad. I have a little cold, I think. But besides that, I'm very excited to talk about this topic. <laughs> Me too. So, okay, I guess maybe we should start with the kind of what blind items are and their history and then get into why we're doing this episode. So, yeah. Well, we can even say almost what we bonded over, which prompted yes. this idea, yes. was... Diana's first episode from Beverly Hills. I don't like to research housewives, but like new ones. Like I like to go in ironically blind. And, <laughs> um, and so I posted about her after the first episode and the comments were wild about her history. And you and I then started discussing of like, where is this coming from? What facts is this based in? And I feel like that led us to all of our research we did for today. <laughs> yes. So blind items are, you guys all probably know, but news stories, usually gossip, uh, in which the details of the matter are reported while the identities of the people involved are not revealed. Also, often gossip told through code. And so we'll get into kind of what those codes are and stuff. Yeah. But... Why don't you share some sort of history of blinds that you were reading up on? Yeah. So blinds started, I shocked me to find this out, back in 1922 is when they started by a man. A hundred years ago. Yeah, a hundred years ago. <laughs> oh this God. was like a gossip 
you know, gossip has been around forever. And uh, William, I'm going to probably say his last name wrong, Dalton, a man, he used to publish scandals, blind items about high society people in a magazine. Um, But it really, it was called Town Topics, the Journal of Society. Um, And it really, you know, this feels very fitting of like the 1920s error, you know, salacious times of speakeasies and all of that. And it really was just a form of blackmail, honestly, is what these people use these blinds for. And that's really, really where it started. Um, And then I think the birth of the internet really made it take off again, because I think it kind of went away for a while. Definitely. And in recent years, it's even gotten more wings, I guess, with entire Instagram accounts, websites, everything dedicated to blinds. And so some of the more popular accounts that publish blinds are Dumois, um, which (laughs) despite wanting to keep the identities hidden of all the people that they write about and publish about, their identity was recently (laughs) revealed. Yeah. And Dumois is on the scale, a newer one. Um, I'd say the first kind of popular one that started was uh, 2006, which I didn't even realize, uh, which is Enti. Andy mm-hmm. Lawyer, because for Entertainment Lawyer from Crazy Days and Nights, he was kind of the first of the the blinds, which feels in 2006 as if they were probably very underground. There was not really social media then. Um, and he just had a website that he started posting on. And it's still active to this yeah, day. And this guy is somehow still doing this. Wild. And I say guy because I have heard him in interviews and it is a man's voice unless he's using some microphone modification, but I believe it is a male person. <laughs> and then there are Bravo accounts um, or ones that especially we find so that are Bravo, like Bravo and Cocktails, which this is so funny. When you look at their website, it they have a disclaimer up about how nothing that's written on the site is factual. And I'm sure that they've consulted with lawyers over this and why it's worded the way it is, but I have to read it because when you read it, like, how could you take anything seriously that they post? So they write, Bravo and Cocktails publishes rumors and gossip, not facts. We get information directly reported from sources. Events portrayed on this website are either the product of the author's imagination or conjecture. Information on this site may contain inaccuracies. The owner of the site does not make warranty as to the reliability validity, or correctness of the content of the site or of the information sent directly from the site sources. Materials published on the site sent directly from sources are not the responsibility of Bravo and Cocktails. Wow. So. <laughs> it is definitely a lawyer wrote that, for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was talking to a few people in preparation of this and some, uh, you know, some of the different accounts that are really Bravo related and Bravo fan accounts were telling me that they have talked through potentially writing up a few of them, like making them out of thin air and stuff that was like, just could be possible, but with zero information and just seeing how far it would spread. But they didn't end up doing that. That's wild. (laughs) But also a good idea. I feel like that's a... um... It made me think of Bridgerton and like Lady Whistledown and like how the queen wanted to spread different rumors to see who would then write about it in that sense. I mean, so that they can figure out who it was. Just, yeah, things go really far. So there's all about the tea, reality tea. And now there's even a podcast Beyond the Blinds with Kelly Williams and Troy McGeady. And Kelly is uh, Laguna Biatch on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so their entire podcast is going into blinds on specific people. And I got sort of interested in some of the blind item culture when I heard their episode on Andy Cohn. And there were a number of things that I felt were factually inaccurate. I mean, they're blind, so there's going to be inaccuracies. <laughs> but I just was like, wow, these are are awful. Like some of the things that people write and you know, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like uh, the, the whole thing and, and the history of it, what's interesting is that because it's pop culture, it feels like 
people would separate it and not compare it to like political conspiracies and all of that. But in my opinion, it's all the same because it's all rooted in the same kind of like, have we gone too far off the deep end? How could we believe such a thing to be real? And I think (laughs) where I see that kind of come together is the Diana story. So Mm -hmm. I know you did a deep dive on Diana Jenkins and some of the rumors surrounding her. So I was wondering if you could kind of walk us through that. Yeah. So it all started with her Room 23 book, um, which was published in 2009. And then in 2012, I think, was when a blind came out about her, about this book being, because it was not initially when the book first came out. Um, It happened a few years later that this blind came out and was published on Jezebel. And then I forget which other website wrote something else, but it was a very long blind about how this book was used to have like be like a sex trafficking book for the young celebrities who posed in it. And although there was other people like George Clooney is in this book. So then they turned it into clientele also of hers. Um, And that's all it was, was a blind. It was never been proven. There has never been anyone to come forward and add any facts, show any proof. It was one blind written in 2012 that has clearly stuck with her throughout this entire time. And when I made my initial post about Diana and I didn't know about this, the comments that were written about her being a madam and they were written as if people believed these to be so true with a hundred percent fact around it. That just, that truly shocked me. And that's like I said, when you and I started talking, because I had no idea any of these things. Um, And I definitely tried to keep my account and anything I post in the realm of factual um, because rumors like that, like Diana said on the show, can be extremely harmful and detrimental. I'm not saying, I don't know if it's true or not. It feels in the highly unlikely (laughs) bubble. Um, I believe women 1000%, but no one, there, there has not been, I did so much Googling, not one person has ever come forward to even say I was a client I have more than just this one blind. That's it. It was just this one blind that hasn't been continuous wow. throughout the years. I couldn't find anything. I could be wrong, but in my Googling, I didn't find continuous ones. Like a, a blind where I don't like speculating on anyone's sexuality, but there's constant blinds about Nick Jonas being gay. And there are many, many, I've many. I've never instances. heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's far out of. Yeah. How there far are many instances and frequently submitted blinds about him. So at least that feels like a lot of talk about it versus like all I could find was this one from 2012. That's so interesting. And the thing that I think a lot of people grabbed onto with this is that Hayden, uh, I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Penetiera. Penetiera. Yeah, I think so. I think she was in this book and she has had a, I think, documented childhood abuse Mm -hmm. and she was estranged from her mother and became very close with diana jenkins who was acting as a motherly figure towards her and there are these rumors that hayden as a teenager was being trafficked or sold or something like that with diana i don't really know but the reason i think diana knew her is because her first husband or no you know what i think diana set her up with her first husband who is also from eastern europe possibly yes. also bosnian oh i think he might be ukrainian or maybe ukrainian because so, i weirdly remember them saying until there was peace they wouldn't get married this is from like years ago that i remember that i could be wrong i have vague memory of that yeah. but yes there seems to be a connection there and she has a lot of connections to a lot of celebrities So again, I don't know if it's true or not, but it just shocked me that so many people held on to this. And then to discuss a blind that was untrue, there was also a blind about her knowing, I feel like we're getting into such salacious topics, of of her knowing Jeffrey Epstein. And there was a photo that NT Lawyer, Crazy Days and Nights, posted, and Diana reposted it and with the caption that showed that it was not even her in the photo. So here's now a second blind saying she knew Trump and Epstein, but we have no proof of that. She was not in the photo with him. It was another Victoria's Secret model. So 
And all these comments also were all about her connection to Epstein. And I was like, what, what, where is this all coming from? That's where I think things get into the sort of conspiracy theories, because I think there have been a lot of rumors and things swirling in Hollywood of people taking advantage of underage girls or underage boys. And there were rumors surrounding Jeffrey Epstein for so long And then to have it come out and be true and be almost worse than our imaginations, Mm -hmm. I think fed into this idea that this is a common thing that's happening amongst very powerful and very wealthy people where they kind of traffic young people kind of around the world through their circles. And what I think is important to note is that in a lot of these situations, the young people who are trafficked, the children, tend to be targeted because they come from homes which may have abuse in the home. They may uh, have an absent parent. They may, you know, things where they would be more vulnerable, right? Children who are in foster care. There's there's all kinds of things that that show that these types of people were documented, especially in the case of Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, absolutely. I, I watched and read a lot on him. So I understand where it's like, well, if it happened once, sure, all of this could be true, but all of it might not be. And I think, yeah, yeah, it's so (laughs) interesting about the Diana thing is like basically saying these kind of wealthy, almost powerful young people in Hollywood are being trafficked by her or our high level call girls. And I think there's like two kind of rumors about her that kind of came together. One was that this book, Room 23, was high-priced call girls. And then the picture of her with Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump, kind of, it was like, oh, no, they're being trafficked. It's this whole thing. It just kind of, and it reminds me of a lot of the QAnon conspiracies where people have this idea that there's this like international cabal of wealthy, powerful Hollywood and politicians that are (laughs) preying on young people and like drinking their blood to stay eternally youthful. And that, (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but that has been like widely believed by a lot of members of people of the United States you know, who believe this. Yeah. And there's, I don't remember the name of the girl I saw it on TikTok, but she had come up with like a pyramid of conspiracy theories of like the low level ones to like the top. And it's like an upside down pyramid. And I, of course, some blinds to me, they're fun. There's funny ones. They're not all salacious to this extent, but I think what was so clear in posting this was that people took it as fact when we have no fact on it and to judge her based on that. And I also think also, if this is true for her, why would she go on this TV show after like all these years? She has money. She has famous connections. If she's really an international sex madam, and would she go on one of the most popular shows on Bravo? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a little. I mean, you could point to Jen Shah if she was really running a criminal enterprise. Why would she go on television? True, true, true. But I don't think those are actually related. What I even think is even more offensive about the Diana rumors are that, like, she survived the war in Bosnia. Her brother did not. She knows probably young people who were taken advantage of, who were raped, who were trafficked. She started a center for human rights at UCLA law school. Like she actively fights against things like human trafficking. And so then to be accused of it is probably even more painful. And what I wish we would see from her, and again, this is being recorded a little bit earlier, so maybe we'll hear from her more as the season unfolds, but I wish she would be able to articulate that to us as the audience, that not only is it not true, but it's really hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. I feel like Rena purposely brought up the book twice now to try to get her to talk about it, and she clearly did not, which I don't think helps her. I don't think it helps her either. It just looks yeah. suspicious. But yeah, it just looks worse to kind of not talk about it rather than be like, 
clear the air. Uh, it's run me in a sense of Louis and Teresa not wanting him to talk. And then when he actually did talk, I was like, maybe you're not the worst person ever. I don't know. He could be still, but <laughs> he did change. He yeah. won me a tiny bit at the reunion, a little bit better. But in that sense, talking about it is always better than trying to hide it and bury it, I think. Yep, for sure. You know, get out of it in front of it, like Margaret Josephs uh, recommends. So let's go through some examples of blinds that were obviously uh, that ended up not being true. And then I'm we can my go favorite into one it. that I think is true, but I know it's not. What is that? Leah Michelle can't read. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, in the in the pyramid conspiracy, which I wish I could remember more of it. She talks about like that's not a harmful one, you know, and that's right. a fun one, and that's just like silly in a sense. And like that I'm all for making jokes of. Leah Michelle herself has joked about it. Like that is that is a safe one in a sense, a non-harmful one, a non uh, rep- she's uh, Leah Michelle's done many other things to ruin her reputation herself and that is not the thing that has done that that you know having this rumor that she can't read. But yes. Definitely. The Bravo ones though that you found definitely a lot more of these are a lot more harmful. Well, one just ended up being flat out. Maybe it was true at the time, but it didn't pan out. So on October 6th, 2021, Enti in Crazy and Days and Nights posted that executives at this cable channel are debating whether to cancel a late night talk show or just remove the host. Ratings have been atrocious. And this was referred to as a money pit of wastefulness just to satisfy the ego of one individual. So this is about Andy Cohn and Watch What Happens Live. And as we all know, the show is still on the air. So while executives maybe were debating whether or not it was worth keeping, we'll never know if that's true. But it never got cut. Yeah, and what's interesting, I wonder why that was, you know, some of these blinds too, like that feels almost something that could be written in like Life and Style magazine or like Star. Like why write that as a blind necessarily than just outright like say the rumor. And to me, that's because there might not have been a real source and someone just made it up, you know? And that's such a good point. Because even when things are untrue that are published in Us Weekly or any given tabloid. Not people, though. People is not a, people is people my is, holy grail, and I don't believe anything until it's in People Magazine because they never, they, they never post falsehoods. They double check a lot yep. more. They they have a little bit more journalistic integrity. Yes, People but, is the only like gossip one with journalistic integrity. And like when uh, Caitlyn Jenner was transitioning, until it was in People, didn't believe it. Like I needed oh. <laughs> needed like until things are in People. That's that's my like threshold because they rarely post you know the gossip of these other ones. And what's so interesting is it used to be you would go to people, but now you just go to someone's Instagram account and see if they posted about themselves. True, because true. people are kind of, these celebrities are taking away sometimes, they're, they're taking some of the power back that tabloids used to have over them. And they mm-hmm. often will give tips to tabloids and to TMZ, I'm going to be here, you can get a picture of me here, so that they can kind of make how they are shown more favorable rather yeah. than just being followed all the time. Yeah. And what we were saying about the sources is that I feel like you know more about that of meeting, even when it's in these gossip magazines, I believe it still has to be some sort of credible source to fall back on so that they don't get sued versus I don't think the blinds have that ability. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one thing that crazy days and nights does is they he reveals blind items so they'll they'll be blinds that are up for a while and then he'll do a big reveal where all of a sudden it'll say andy cone underneath this specific Mm -hmm. blind so i don't know how much time has to pass in between would love to know if other people are following this (laughs) but i um another example of one that was not only incorrect, but was incredibly harmful, was published on Crazy Days and Nights. And it's actually, you can't find it anymore. I looked. Really? Um, but I'm pretty sure it's now in like the depths of Reddit. But mm-hmm. at some point, I believe Crazy Days and Nights published that a cast member of Vanderpump Rules was on heroin and he got hooked 
from another cast member who everyone is angry with. Well, people thought it was Tom Schwartz, and Tom was hooked on heroin by James Kennedy. And this perpetuated for a while. And sometimes it would get like louder. They'd be like, oh, he looks grayish. He, he doesn't look so good. And then this past fall, when he wasn't around as much for some of the interviews and things that were happening, um, Katie Maloney actually addressed it on Lala Kent's podcast in February of this year, where she said, There was one thing that was sent to me that was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. There was speculation that Tom was hooked on heroin. That is just taking it too far. That's just dangerous allegations. Tom has been traveling to see his dad because he's been in the hospital and really struggling with his health. And they're blaming his absence on heavy drug use. So it's the first time I had heard a blind item directly being addressed by you know, one of the cast members on Vanderpump Rules. Because I think what will also happen, it will start as a blind, and then a blog might pick it up, write an article about it, and then a bigger publication, and then that's how these things snowball. And what a horrible rumor to have out there about you. And clearly it was affecting her enough where she had to come out and say, this is not true. And, you know, of course they deal with rumors all the time uh, being on these shows, but there's... Like we said, there's not harm. That's so harmful. And who is this person that wrote in such a thing? And is this fact checked at all before being published? You know, I, I don't think so. Or I don't I, know. I feel like Dumas, you just fill out a form and you send whatever you want in. Yeah. Dumas says like, hey, none of this stuff has been checked. But on ND, people sort of think like on Crazy Days and Nights, like, oh, it's if it's someone who's in, in Hollywood. And one interesting thing I was telling you is that some people – who post on Instagram or have sort of veiled identities will share like little details about themselves to make themselves appear more credible. Like, oh, I have a parent that works in politics or who mm-hmm. is an elected official or I I work in D.C. so I know this stuff. And they try to make certain things seem like they are scandalous when they're not and it's so obvious and that actually goes back to QAnon people believing that the who Q was was someone with a Q level clearance and yep. so if you have I watched a, that documentary on HBO a, so <laughs> if you have a clearance then you must know some things that the rest of us don't know and I can firmly say by someone who has had a top secret clearance when I worked at NIH and also someone who like lives and works in DC and frequents like the political circle. Like most of this is absolute BS. Like it's complete bullshit. And it's so obvious. I think what happens though, because this was in the Q documentary and we're also going to get into it. It's when one thing is true that is predicted or that is on the blind, then it becomes really difficult and it could just be a lucky guess or a lucky assumption, a lucky rumor But because it was true one time, it makes people who are heavily devoted to reading and investing in these think, well, if one was true, it's all true. That's such a good point. And a number of these have ended up being true. Mm -hmm. And maybe we should should go into them. Um, So one good example is Southern Charms, Madison, and A-Rod. And this is probably one of the best known blinds that Mm -hmm. has existed on Bravo because Craig Conover brought it up at the Southern Charm Season 7 reunion, and it actually led to the dissolution of J-Lo and A-Rod as a couple. So it was published on January 30th, 2021. Um, If you are a pro athlete or a wealthy retired one, a certain Southern reality star will sleep with you. She won't let you use a condom, but will let you sleep with her. Now, I don't know if that last part is true. <laughs> what details? But, you know, she did cop to DMing with A-Rod while he was engaged to J-Lo. I did just watch a J-Lo uh, movie last night. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's amazing, time. and it made me love her even more. But it's fascinating how they cut A-Rod out of the entire thing. Like, you completely. wouldn't even know she was with it completely. Not his, <laughs> his face is not shown a single time. Um but yeah, that's so interesting that this one is so specific 
and then was confirmed. And we all definitely know that this was true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. And it's just interesting. And it shows that these Bravo celebrities read the blinds also because it was Craig Conover and they were all gossiping about it. On Southern Charm, they talked about Dumois and Kristen Cavallari. It was yes. brought up and the, all the girls were reading it and they were all talking about Craig and Kristen and how it was posted about in Dumois. So, oh, that was on uh, Summer House. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, like yeah. in the actual show, Dumas was brought up. So like we said, it maybe here's one out of 10 and it was actually true. And I see how that could lead you to believe, well, now all 10 have to be true because the one was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Another one that ended up being true, and a lot of these are about cheating, <laughs> because people who cheat uh, are not always careful. And if they do it very frequently, at some point, someone will notice. <laughs> yes. Um, so Randall had been cheating on Lala, and this has been – I think in the LA sort of circles, people all knew this, but amongst the cast, they even said they had heard rumors. Yeah. And Lala's like, well, why didn't you bring them to me? But you she would have never believed she was anyone. Never open to any of it. So a week before the tabloids published pictures of Randall with the two women in Nashville, um, it was published on, I think it was Crazy Days and Nights. Um, the long-running bar star should probably keep a closer eye on her significant other. It sounds like he's move, moving towards regifting again. And what was interesting with that is <laughs> that after everything came to blows with Lala and Randall, it turns out he was seeing a much younger girl, like 23, who then moved into the house that Lala shared with him. So not only was he cheating just broadly with strangers and other people he met on Instagram, but he had a longer relationship that then now he's with that person. He's so gross. I wonder if at Crazy Days and Nights, for the ones that are true, is this because someone submitted it? Or does he have like a contact at like an Us Weekly or one of those magazines that kind of tip him off before it gets published? I don't know. I wonder how, because if you're really immersed in a specific social scene, you hear things, right? Like I know certain things that have been always rumors in DC that have been, that have come out in articles, usually when someone's running for president. <laughs> and it's like, oh, everyone knew that. Or I thought everyone knew that, right? Mm -hmm. So things, a good example is how Amy Klobuchar treats her staff, now, people who work for her often defend her, but she's been known as a not just difficult boss, but what I would consider abusive boss. Oh my God, um, see, I didn't know that. So <laughs> throwing things, screaming, um, making someone shave her legs in the back of a car on a way to an event, like just things that I think are inappropriate, especially if you're an elected official, right? Like I understand PAs in Hollywood often do a lot of crap too and get yelled at. But, um, and then that started coming out when she was running for president. And it was like, oh yeah, she treats her staff like shit. Like everyone knows that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, but apparently that not everyone did know that. And then a lot of people were like, that's not true. It's a bunch of, you know, sources that didn't come through. And I'm like, well, I know at least one person who's worked for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that kind of stuff where you just hear certain things about elected officials because you've either worked for them or you know people who work for them. And mm -hmm. it gets, you know, certain things just get out there. Yeah. I also wonder people's motivation behind submitting a rumor or something they know. Like, this sounds terrible, but I feel like if I knew something, I would go to someone who's going to pay me. <laughs> like, I know that's terrible, but like, I don't know. Like, what is the point of putting it out there? What benefit does the person who submits the blind get from it? We don't know who submitted it. I think they get a rush of seeing it on the site. Maybe. That'd be my guess. I don't know. I've never, I have nothing to submit, but I feel like if I really knew something <laughs> juicy, I would certainly maybe do something for money, <laughs> which probably sounds terrible, but I just mean like, I don't think going to a crazy days and nights or a Dumois would be the place that I would turn to, to like, if you really knew stuff. Um, and I like your question. I don't know if you had brought this up of like, is it ever a PR team? Like did Lala 
know of Randall's cheating? Was she the one who submit like submitted it or someone on her team purposefully to get this out ahead of whatever publication and same kind of with the other cheating as well, you know? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've always wondered if PR teams put plants to especially positive blinds. Like mm-hmm. you hear all these certain stories of celebrities like, oh, they stopped at this coffee shop and they bought coffee for everyone. And you're like, <laughs> oh, what a sweetheart. He's perfect. And I just wonder, is that a PR team? Is the story coming out a month or two before a movie that they're in? Like I always kind of look at some of that stuff, but I don't know. I, I, yeah, I really don't know, but I do feel like PR teams manipulate stories that end up coming out in a certain way. Yes, definitely. Definitely think that like the, you know, when talking about the Bravo one, I would say the show that had the most amount of like blinds and rumors was everything that's been going on with real housewives of New York. And Part of me in thinking of all of those, I wonder, you know, this person's not going to be on the show. And this one, was that anyone from like Ramona's team trying to like piss off the other ladies planting these seeds and I was going after each too. other and using, you know, the blinds in that sort of area to do that? Because I could that I could see the motivation for that of a person. Because some of the things ended up being true, right? Like how mm-hmm. Ramona was being investigated by HR for racist discrimination on set. Yeah, and that ended up coming out. I mean, I don't know if Bravo said it came out, but it was published in a number of like mm-hmm. sources that I, you know, trust. I think Ebony confirmed it also. Yeah. Okay, that must have been it. Like someone actually confirmed that that yeah. happened. But before it was confirmed, it was just rumored. And I was like, well, I mean, that seems very believable, but I don't know if it's true, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm and now I've never thought about the motivation behind the people submitting these blinds, but now I can't stop thinking, like, why would they want to do that? But from that sense, if it's you as a public figure yourself trying to get ahead of something or defend something or take someone else down from like a secretive way where it wouldn't be connected back to you, a blind feels like the way to go, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially one where it's so salacious that like it mm-hmm. gains a life of itself, yeah. Because people will publish, like, my sources tell me, like, Queens of Bravo. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I like, can't say their name without laughing. Because they just publish shit all the time that's ridiculous. And so many other, and they're a little bit more reputable because they have a lot more followers. And so if they get something super wrong, they'll be called out on it. But a bunch of others are like, my sources tell me that this is what's going on. And this is what's going on. And that's what's going on. And it's like, you just like to feel cool because you know, one person who's on production, right? Or yeah, yeah, when they I really try to avoid a lot of that. But a funny thing that happened, I did a quiz uh, from Chris and best. I did a deep dive on them. And I literally do have a friend who works in TV production. And she was telling me how at a few years back, like their reality show was like what everyone was striving to have next. And I was like, how do I post this? Where I think I literally wrote like, no, this is someone who I know in real life. Like this is her job. So it was like a no, not just like, oh, a source said this. It was like, no, this is my very good friend who works in TV. And she told me just this like fun little tidbit, not that it was salacious or anything, but I don't know a better word. If it, to me, if it's really someone you know, you would probably still have to just call them a source. You know, how do right. you like convey to an audience that it's not just a source, that it's someone you trust? And people have to have trust in the account too. Clearly, Enti's been around since 2006. So people have a lot of trust in his site and the blinds that he puts out there because I, like we went through, there are some that have been true. But yeah, a lot of them have been true. Yeah, but a lot of them have also been false. And so I wonder how many are vetted or if he's just like, hey, like, this is a site where I publish them. But I don't always know if they're true. But he seems to like feel invested in many of them. Because he He also has such a wide variety of things that he gets. Like he posts about housewives, but he also talks about very A-list celebrities. Mm -hmm. So I also wonder the validity of who is submitting the sources because of the wide range of people. Like someone who is in Housewives New York is not the same person who's like connected to Brad Pitt and who he has written stuff about and like people of that caliber. But has he created such a name for himself that people across the board just that that is who they would go to for these things? 
I, I think so. I Or if they just wanted to get something planted, that's what they would do. Like, mm-hmm. if you're Angelina Jolie and you're pissed at Brad Pitt, planting, like, I could see that happening and vice versa, you know, or having your teams do that. But, yeah, it's just, it's so, <laughs> it's just so crazy how some of them end up totally being true. Like, a lot of the housewives' rumors about who's cut, usually it's like, okay, people are just making shit up. But when they said Tamara was demoted to friend of and received was going to receive a three-episode like closing out her story arc, that felt true because it was so specific. We had not mm-hmm. heard like, oh, so-and-so is demoted to friend of, but this is what they were offered in their contract. And then she's come out and said, like, I was offered three episodes. I said, no. Andy Cohn has confirmed that. Like, multiple people have confirmed that story. So, you know, I'm always kind of looking, okay, was Gina really demoted? Now she's kind of posting things that make it seem like she's, or people saying Jackie's demoted. I was just going to say Jackie. That's what I meant. Jackie uh, was demoted. And then she confirmed, yeah, I'm friend of this year. Which is so interesting because I thought they didn't decide that until the season's filmed. Because oh, that's think, what happened with Vicky. Yeah, She didn't know until that season was fully filmed and edited that she was going to be a friend of. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that she didn't know until that. Because Vicky, I feel like, would have never agreed to be a friend of. But isn't the contract... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I thought she knew in advance, but felt as though, based on how much she filmed, they might change their mind. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. It was, uh, I feel like a few years ago now, so I don't fully remember it. I always feel bad on podcasts when you listen and the two people talking can't remember something and someone's probably listening like screaming. <laughs> Being like, like screaming. this is what yes. it was. Um, Why don't you two remember? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another one where part of it's true and part of it's false. Mm-hmm. So Brandy Redman from The Real Housewives of Dallas, there was a lot of blinds that there was a husband from The Real Housewives of Dallas that was openly hitting on women at bars and clubs. And in early 2021, it came out that Brian Tree cheated on Brandy at a bachelor party and there was like video footage. She was kissing a woman in a club. But then there was another blind that the baby boy that Brandy and Brian adopted, whose name I think was Bruin, <laughs> lots yes, of it BR was names, <laughs> um, was one of her husband's love children. That's so messed up. <laughs> it's so messed up. And I know it's not true because I interviewed James Mercer, who's a friend of Stephanie Holman's and was leading on the adoption process and said that the whole process took like seven or eight months from when Bruin was in their home to when the papers were final. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like two weeks. Yeah. Like who, to me, it feels like someone trying to hurt Brandy would specifically submit a rumor like that. Like there's no other purpose behind that. And why to put something out like there. But people, there's, and it's because the baby had red hair and that's not Mm -hmm. as common. And so, but it's like, well, I don't know, like sometimes kids have red hair. (laughs) Like this is, and people say all this about Prince Harry, about how Prince Charles isn't really his real father or Chloe Kardashian and OJ. And it's, and she's mentioned it on the Hulu show, like how hurtful it is with those rumors and, you know. I don't know. Like sometimes people, genetics are interesting and sometimes people don't always look like, you know, and then there are situations where I'm pretty sure the pair, one of the parents has alluded to the fact that maybe their father isn't their father, like Mm -hmm. Mia Farrow and Ronan Farrow. And the idea that it might be, was it Frank Sinatra? I think so. Or I was thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger and his secret love child that looks exactly like him. That if anyone ever saw this kid for the first, I think he was like 15 when this came out, was like, yeah, obviously that is your father. He is like a spitting image of him. That's so wild. So again, it it leans into the sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. And I think the more salacious the rumor, it almost feels like the most likely that it's not true, but it feels the most likely that people seem to believe it and stick to it and remember it and then remember it in their head as fact enough to then continue to spread it and share with people. And I wonder what it is about fans like fandoms. So for example, Bravo fans that are holding on to a rumor such as the Diana Jenkins rumor and Mm -hmm. repeating it over and over and 
it, it's just, I don't know what makes people do it. I don't know either. <laughs> it's, I feel like we need to get a psychologist on here, a sociologist. And, and the thing is, is that I think there is like scientific evidence that like if you hear something multiple times after the fifth or sixth time, like you start to believe it, even if it's completely factually untrue. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens with these types of blind items and rumors. It works in politics. You can tell people something over and over. And if something sticks, even if it's not factual, it sticks. Yeah. And with so many of the Housewives ones, almost different from a actor or something like that, because the, they are famous for themselves. I feel like people want these rumors and things to be juicy, to be true and stick to it. Another one that constantly comes up is about Mauricio cheating on Kyle. Yeah. And also one that people obsess with and like uses the amount of times people claim someone to have an open relationship. It's like all the time. I don't know anyone who has an open relationship like that. I'm sure they exist, but I hear that rumor constantly about different people and celebrities and all of that of they have well, open relationships. And then the more, uh, the newer version of that is that Mauricio is having an affair with Dorit. Oh, yes, because of the like, yes, yes. Uh, again, it's like these are so, they feel so outlandish to me. And I really just try not to believe that, that I don't want to believe. But again, these are where we're getting into the realm of harmful ones versus funny ones, which yeah. I know you pulled a very funny one, which is probably salacious, but for us, it's funny based on the people that it is. <laughs> so there are rumors so much so that it's been brought up on Watch What Happens Live multiple times that Jax Taylor slept with Ramona Singer <laughs> <laughs> post her divorce with Mario. Oh my God. I don't know why that makes me laugh, but that just feels true. And even though there's no fact, right? Like it just feels true, right? Like that's I agree. <laughs> and it's not harmful if both were single and yeah. there's two people who do like that's what we were talking about in the realm of like funny I this is a funny one I'd like to believe is true. Doesn't hurt anyone type of blind. And I yeah. wish most of them stayed in this realm. I think it would be a lot better, but they definitely go off the deep end a lot. <laughs> do you think that people are more inclined to believe certain blinds if they don't happen to like the housewife? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Likeability and sticking to a blind for sure. I mean, the same goes when you like a celebrity and they do something stupid, you're more willing to forgive them or put it to the side and act like, oh, well, they didn't do that racist thing or that harmful, dumb thing, you know, because you like them versus the ones you don't like, it's easier. You know, so many people hate Kyle, so it's really easy for them to think Mauricio has been cheating on her for 20 years or so many, so many rumors of him cheating. But then it goes back to like, if you hear something so many times and if it's submitted so many times, is there a chance that it's true? But I also think, wouldn't there be a specific person who was like, yep, I slept with him? (laughs) Yeah, like, um, you know, like a Tristan Tom, like Tristan with yep. Chloe. The amount of times there's rumors, and then eventually the there's real truth comes out. There's a baby. And eventually <laughs> there's another baby mama. You know, that's, that's what I mean kind of with the Diana thing of someone messaged me after my deep dive and was like, well, what sort of proof do you need? I'm like, literally anything, any clientele. I don't even need to know who the clientele is, just any one person even if it's a source coming forward and saying, I was in this book and this has happened to me or something, but I couldn't find anything like that. It was just still that one long blind from so long ago, not continuous ones, like we said. And there was a name drop in there that Robert Downey Jr. was the one who outed it. But Robert Downey Jr. is not on record ever speaking about that book or about any of that. Yeah. Also her relationship with like Elton John and Neil Patrick Harris. I don't know. I just feel like these people would not 
Right. Connect themselves with someone like this. But that's where it goes back to QAnon, where they have these ideas of this like international cabal where it's Chrissy Teigen and John Legend and Tom Hanks is involved. And, you know, everyone except for Donald Trump, who is pictured multiple times with Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) It's like, you know, and to be fair, most people, Many, not most, many people in Hollywood have pictures with Jeffrey Epstein and or Donald Trump. Like, it doesn't mean that they condone the behavior of either, that they support one of them politically, like that they knew anything about it. Sometimes people are just snapped together, you know, in photos at an event. And that happens. Yeah. It reminded me, to bring it back to Bravo, always with Leah Black and her husband and his connection. And I think there are people who blame Leah saying she knew all this information. And I'm like, how, how could she have known just because her husband, but again, that's almost gets into the realm of Erica knowing things right. and yeah, husband knowing things and where you can co- connect and say they knew or they didn't know. Well, they knew what he was accused of because yes. he was, you know, charged with things and there was like criminal, you know, investigations. And I believe Leah Black's husband was part of the legal team that helped to sort of almost cover up and make it that there couldn't be, what was it, the statute of limitations? Like it it basically like kiboshed all further investigations into Jeffrey Epstein. And while I don't want to blame a woman for her husband's actions, I definitely blame Roy Black for for doing something like that. Totally. But she acts so holier than thou. And she's like the morality police on Twitter about how so and so is so awful. And like she acts like she she, Oh my God, it's the worst. And Oh, I'm not on Twitter. Okay. See you can change my mind immediately on this. Awful (laughs) in that like she's sort of one of those like blue check mark Dems that just uh, like Democrats that just kind of, I don't know how to explain it. If you're not on Twitter, it's impossible to explain these like blue checkmark <laughs> Democrats, but they're just like outlandish and they say these crazy things. And I, and she acts like she's so like morally superior. And then she had, okay, so this is another example of why I don't trust her. And I found her incredibly entertaining on television, but she's definitely not sort of, a person who I feel like has incredibly high morals because mm-hmm. if it's someone that she likes, then she looks the other way. And a good example is, Oh my God, what's his name from girls gone wild. The, Oh, he was like the catalyst of so much drama in early Miami. Yes. So on season two, there is one episode at Lisa Hochstein's house where it comes out that he slept with Marta, um, Oh my God, what's her name? Joanna's sister. Joanna's sister. I just rewatched Miami like a month or two ago. Or watched it for the first time. At the time, she was under 18 and he was at least 10 years older. And that is rape according to like laws in Florida. That's statutory Mm -hmm. rape. And so for her to like act like it's everyone, like it's no big deal, like they just slept together. And like she was a child when this happened. Like she was a teenager. Joe Francis. Joe Francis. And then she kept him around and he had legal issues even around when they were filming and she kept him around like he was some sort of, Oh, Joe, he's so great. He's so funny, whatever. And it's like, come on, come Mm -hmm. on. now. (laughs) I forgot about that stuff, but going into, we can never assume what anyone knows or doesn't know, which is like part of the, the thing with the Erica that people are like, Oh, well, no one blames Jen Shah's husband, the way they blame Erica. I think the difference is the money that was put in Erica's account and her. And the proof of that money going in that account. Yeah. Exactly. To me, that lives some level of knowledge of it, where there's nothing connecting Jen Shah's husband also. But it is also a, probably a woman thing as well. But part of the reason. Yeah. And her, Although, so many other factors. Of I think her. a lot of really shady things about Jen Shah's husband because he is a trained lawyer. And so he should be asking more questions when things don't add up. So if they're getting in more money from these businesses and he doesn't understand the businesses and then multiple people in their family are given jobs through her, it that is like I oh, understand yeah. wanting to – like it makes sense if you are a super well-paid 
actor, actress, whatever, and you bring in your own people, like your own family. But this just didn't make sense to make that much money off of marketing. Agreed. More in a sense of the public opinion of him, not saying that he should or shouldn't have known, but that people have not gone after him in the way that they have gone after Erica. It's just because, and the reason people haven't gone after Jen Shaw the way they've gone after Erica, and Jen mm-hmm. Shaw's actually charged with very serious federal crimes, and Erica's yeah. not charged with anything. <laughs> I think a big difference in just the public perception of it that because I did some deep thinking on this <laughs> is Erica is on an island alone. We don't see her with family. We don't see her with kids. We've literally never met any friend of hers. The only people who are ever around her are paid employees. We've never met friend, cousin, sister, brother, mother. Really, Her mom's in a few episodes. Well, but, she was an only child. But but anything. Yeah. And then on just the flip side of Jen Shah, you see her crying with her mom. You see her sons and what happened to him. You see the compassion from her husband. And it makes her more human in the situation where because Erica doesn't have anyone to put her in that light. And mostly Serena, but that's a whole lot. Like, the, they're friends, but they're TV friends. They're not her, like, you know, people outside. Like, I would kill to see, even though he is a paid employee, a heart-to-heart with her and Mikey, you know, about what's going on. But we never see that side of it, and I think it's easier to demonize her and make her more the villain in this situation than possibly Jen Shaw. Because you think of her as a more complete person in a sense and that makes okay. sense and like also just these other things it's not like she's acting like nothing happened she's saying i was arrested this all happened but i'm innocent e- erica's saying like not only am i innocent nothing even happened well yeah when she said those people might be lying i mean garcelle's face was just like are you kidding me again it goes back to these regular people why would they lie in the same sense of, you know, everything we've just been discussing? Why would a person, I don't know, why would a person like you or me make something up and send it to one of these gossip sites? Well, according to some of my sources, <laughs> people uh, <laughs> want to make them up just to see how far they go, almost like an experiment. Yeah, so, a game of telephone. Mm-hmm. What which- I've been interested in is that a lot of the housewives have pretty loose lips, and they befriend podcasters and content creators and share things with them in, I guess, in private. But then those people then share with others. And I think sometimes the housewives are being like they they share things that they want out there, right? True, true. I will say I've had a few. One that really sticks out a conversation with someone on Summer House that was unprompted. They wrote a whole thing about another cast member to me. But because to me, I would never do anything with that because now I feel as like, there's some trust there. Why would I share what they mm-hmm. break that and share what they said or do it in a way of like, can I share this? And like asking permission, you know, but I definitely see you always hear of people be, Oh yeah, they answered my DM and definitely. But even that, they, that celeb themselves could be making it up to take down someone they're feuding with on the show. You know? Right. Yeah, everyone has an agenda. I think that's sort of the lesson. Like, I think (laughs) the people who run these blind sites have an agenda and that they're making money off of posting these things because they have advertisements and all of that. People also, it drives more traffic to their site or they want more followers. You know, Dumois has no reason to verify anything that they get. So, it yeah, it all goes back to what are the motivations, yeah, as long as I feel like any of these sites know they're not going to be sued, then they have, like you said, it only the more salacious, the more people will talk, comment, share, post, all of that, and will grow their following. And depending on what the rumor is, it could benefit someone as well. And that's like an easy, easy, quick way to get it out there, you know? Definitely. Well, because if they did go to a real source, just maybe think of it, if they did go to a page six or something like that, there would need to be more credibility behind it versus having your assistant just sent. You could, they could, they could sit there themselves. I think it's just like a Google form you fill out for Dumois. Like <laughs> Although I feel like page six is notoriously wrong. Like more true. than any of the other sites true, I've true. seen. Radar Online and page six are just, 
I feel like they take, they have certain people that they talk to. And if that housewife wants something out there, they'll, they'll publish it. (laughs) But I do feel like that probably takes more effort than just sending it into a Dumois, a crazy days and nights of like, I don't know who to contact at a page six or, or something like that, you know? For sure. I've, yeah, I've no idea how I would even get something published. No. <laughs> and as I'm saying, most regular people yeah. wouldn't either. So that's probably why I would love, if anyone wants to ever message me or Mandy, let us know if you've ever submitted something and why. Yes, we would love to know <laughs> if so you guys curious. have ever submitted a blind, if you ever knew something about a Bravo celebrity that then later was confirmed to be true, but you knew it in advance. We would love to hear from you. Um, so, Danielle, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, just at Brands by Bravo on Instagram and TikTok, but not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Stay away from Twitter. It's just you know, a I never got into negativity. I, I missed the boat on that like long ago, and it feels <laughs> way too late to jump into it now. <laughs> That's all good. Thank you so much for joining and for doing this deep dive with me. Thanks, Mandy. It's so good. 